This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora and welcome to Garden of Sound, brought to you with thanks to Mint Finance. It's business loans made easy. It's New Zealand Music Month, so all of the way through May, I've got an amazing selection of Christchurch artists for you to enjoy, starting with Streakers. But before we hear from them, a quick reminder about Garden of Sound Live. We're just under one week away from the big night, and you need to get in now to get your tickets. Amelia Grinnell, Moses Robbins will be there, alongside Olivia Eady and Twin Harmony. Not only will it be an excellent way for you to celebrate New Zealand Music Month, there'll also be an alcohol-free bar presented by The Nephilist. This is an all-ages gig. Tickets are easy as anything to get, including a discounted rate for groups of four or more. It's just $10 per ticket. It's an amazing way for you to see musicians before they start charging mega bucks to get in to see them. So get along to gardenofsound.nz and follow the links while you listen to the show or eventbrite.com and search for Garden of Sound. Right, today's show, there are three P's who hail from all over the shop. The current lineup's been in place for about two years and 2018 was definitely one for getting out there. They are, of course, streakers, not the kind making a nuisance of themselves on the pitch, unless you're playing a baritone guitar and then things can get complicated. They're Morgan, Dion and Sam. They've got a big year of recording ahead of them, but will they compromise their unique sound to appeal to the masses? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Streakers on 96.9 Plains FM. Dion, I'm gonna kick off with you. And you're, the, you're the drummer in the band. Tell me about uh, growing up and how music entered your life. It entered pretty early. I can still remember probably being like less than a year old. And uh, my uncle, I grew up in Canada, so my uncle was a drummer and um, used to chuck me on his knee, get me playing along to some beats with him. Um, I got my first drum kit when I was 18 months old. Since you've grown up and kept playing drums, have you sort of caught up with him? Yeah, I mean, last time I was in Canada was, it was a while ago, it was probably five years ago. Um, I think he's still playing drums. Morgan? Mm. You are the singer and mm. guitarist yes, in the group. Tell me about uh, the first time that, that you sort of noticed music. I can't pinpoint exactly that age. Really, really early. It was um, my stepdad's terrifying me because he chucked um, Abbey Road on vinyl so loud. I think I don't really remember the music. I just remember seeing that cover. It was pretty you know, memorable. And that the uh, noise control came. So was there anything other than the Beatles that kind of kind of sort of went through early, your Early drums? years, I um, was heavily, heavily exposed to Beatles and Dylan and just a lot of folk and rock music, um, Leonard Cohen, all those sort of like, yeah, sort of those hippie sort of 60s bands, a lot of Led Zeppelin and Crosby, Stills, Nash and & Young. And what made you want to get into music, to the actual playing? Mm, family. I was thrown on stage when I was really little. As in the choir and school choirs and stuff, right through primary school at least to intermediate, and then Rock Quest. When I was really, really young, we put together a band with a kid I'd known since I was yeah at preschool. That is actually probably the reason why I'm still doing music. Really, if I hadn't had that from that whole period all through high school, it would have. What do out. you remember from that initial experience getting out on stage? A set of really big sort of precedent that was so many people. 
that you whoa holy it's a pretty big rush so sam i'm gonna shoot over to you now you haven't been with streakers as long yeah uh, but it's still been still been a couple of years how did you meet these two two guys uh so i was playing in a band um at a studio in town called cleave town studios and uh we bumped into these guys at the same time jamming up there and become good friends and interested in each other's projects and whatnot and uh, just kept in touch from there did you find it's hard ingratiating yourself into sort of this this unit i find it difficult uh playing with someone who plays in such a different tuning to what i usually play with yeah which is drop c c standard c standard i've just i've got a six string baritone electric uh, guitar it's a fender jaguar baritone so it's just it's a long scale length guitar and it's meaty low tuning um but it's i find the the range of it suits my voice and it sounds badass going back to your early sort of musical years and so on um around the home what was uh sort of coming through the eardrums Um, when you were growing up yeah mainly country music my mum's a huge country music fan so it was that was what i was brought up around um was there any pressure to uh to get you no that's just what what was listened to uh, and then I've got a cousin who's about three years older than me and, you know, in the early 90s, he was saying, have this CD, have this CD, listen to this CD. And that's when I went, wow, yeah, this is cool. Dion, um, when you were going through school, was it always music or was there sort of another avenue? Yeah, for the longest time I wanted to become a lawyer and then be a judge. Why yeah. a judge? I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Any other career aspirations, Morgan? Apart from streakers? Depends how far back you go. I had lots of ideas. I definitely wanted to be an astronaut. That's still box I'd quite like to tick. I reckon we could maybe do the first gig on the moon. I did a lot of different sort of construction stuff um, when I left high school. Uh, moved to Wellington and um, was trying to make it as a musician, but I had absolutely no idea what to do. You went from having all the support in the world to, okay, kid, you're on your own. What do you think is is missing let's say is the bridge between that supportive environment and you know music music stardom i think people need need support but you just got to go out and do it because um i can procrastinate really terribly um and i didn't find mesh with the right people it's a very i think it's a very social thing depending on who you just happen to have grown up with who you meet the friends you make really is what will end up making a difference in where your music career goes because they're going to be either motivated or not believe in what the same thing have the same beliefs and aspirations as you do or not and i think that's the biggest factor you don't there shouldn't i don't think we need anything like rock quest for 20 somethings mm-hmm. necessarily yeah. um my advice would just be go and meet people and um just keep making you know uh, if things aren't working for you keep making you know new connections yeah yeah sam it sounds like you guys are all on the same page which i guess is you know half the battle at least uh what do you think the standout features of streakers are a way different sound to what you're hearing at the moment um it's kind of a sound of its own but it still sounds familiar if you know what i'm saying um so that that's definitely big standout feature i think and the fact that it's a three-piece and makes a lot of noise is also probably another thing there as well yeah who would you say is one of the major influences of streakers 
I'd say like mutual influences are probably Queens of the Stone Age, um, as we've talked about. Uh, Why specifically? I think we just all really appreciate, especially early Queen stuff. Um, you know, the writing, the drumming, bass playing, guitar riffs, they're just, just the sound is um, amazing. Like, And it's diverse as well. Yeah, it is diverse. Yeah. And a lot of our stuff is diverse. We cover a lot of territory with our songs. I'd also go with Soundgarden, definitely. Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, especially like, you know, again, early Soundgarden, Bad Motorfinger, maybe um, around there sort of thing. Um, yeah, Sam? Yeah, Queens of the Stone Age really hits it in Soundgarden. Um, Stone Table Pilots is a big influence of mine, which kind of falls through into this. Um, yeah. Is there a uh, track from Queens of the Stone Age you guys would like to play now? Yeah, in the fade. And why specifically this track? I just think it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, though, we're talking about how Josh Homme's in Caius and in uh, and in Queens, but this song is sung by um, oh, what's his name? Uh, guy old, from Old Mate. Old Old Mate from um, Screaming Trees. I don't know, I think the vocal tone sounds freaking awesome, and um, it's kind of like it's got like, like that dark element in the lyrics. Um, and the sentiment is kind of like sounds almost positive, but it's not the anti melody. Yeah, there you go. And it's got the sw- oh, the guitars in the song are just awesome. Cracks in the ceiling. Crooked pictures in the heart Counting and breathing I'm leaving here tomorrow
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Streakers on 96.9 Plains FM. Garden of Sound Live Super Early Bird Ticket Sales close this Thursday. Book yours now to enjoy the talents of Moses Robbins, Twin Harmony, Olivia Eady, and TUI Award winner Amelia Grinnell. Get your tickets now for this stellar lineup from gardenofsound.nz or eventbrite.com. Book now. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Streakers on Plains FM 96.9. Time to talk about gigs. Dion, I'm looking at you. What um, was the first big gig you went to? Probably not a big gig, but I know the first time I saw a band live was uh, was in City Centre Mall in New Plymouth, and it was Supergroove playing outside of the local record store. Uh, How old were you? Because you're 31, was, you must have been tiny. Yeah, I would have been maybe like six, seven, eight. So we're not talking. We're not talking traction. No, we're talking like no. well, well down the track. We're talking after that. Yeah. What's the best gig you've ever been to? There's this. <clears throat> punk slash kind of post-punk band called death by stereo um they're well they're, they're an international band i guess um they probably had their heyday in the early 2000s late 90s and i've seen them about half a dozen times over in canada um they put on the most high energy show that i've seen i always watch the drummer the drummer's insane I guess some of the recorded stuff doesn't do their live performance justice. Yeah. Well, it's well recorded, but the energy that they throw out um, as a band when they're playing live is just unreal. So, Morgan, what was your memory of your, your first gig? Chili Peppers, by the way, tour QE2 Stadium. Um, yeah, that was cool. Got to go with some family friends. So, what's your endearing memory of the event? I was like 12. It was the first time I smelled pot in a venue, and I think I might have got a little bit buzzed. I remember just like taking really heaps of terrible photos using one of those like disposable cameras that kids these days will not relate to at all. Um, trying to take photos of Fruscanti, like, and I printed them off, and they were just so horrible. But um, yeah, I'm just being crushed and mauled by like adults. What was your favorite track? Probably at the time, Can't Stop would have been my favorite what about the best gig ever for you since best gig ever 12. was queens of the stone age that we went to, that we hit last time um seen them a time before didn't quite have the same vibe nine inch nails was cool that at that tour um but yeah that that queens gig was just awesome josh homie like smashed a lighting rig that was freaking sweet tell me about the first gig that you uh you got along to yeah first concert i would have gone to would have been charlie pride course yes, of being course. country yep so yep dragged to that on a school night and that would have been the first time and what did you think of the whole not really too much i just remember being tired the next day okay so what's your uh, what's your favorite all-time gig oh charlie pride <laughs> yeah i'd have to say definitely it was queens last year like yeah. i'd seen them before yeah um and they really just hit it um another band i seen last year was highly suspect like quite a new band but um yeah, mind blowing. Oh, great. So, talking yeah. about too many gigs uh, over the years, and I'll sort of open it up to the floor as it as it were. How many gigs have you guys played together? We've only been gigging since the end of 2017. I'd say last year we probably did around 20. 
more yeah. than that, I think. More? Eh? Yeah. Might be, because it was a lot. We played a lot. We're, We're just trying to play as much as 30, possible. I reckon. Yeah, I yeah. Think probably about 30. What's the general sort of attitude to, to getting on stage these days? It's kind of second nature. Don't really get too much nerves anymore. Let's get up and do your job. That's it. it you do just, the work beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Be ready. Looking back to however many years since you guys, because you've been playing mm. a whole heap of bands and so on, um, so any advice, Morgan? You'd look back to, to young Morgan and go, do this, don't do that. Anything you'd sort of pass on to yourself? Screw up a lot more. Why is that? Um, I think I didn't take enough risks when I was younger. Um, just go out there and hey, don't be afraid to make mistakes because you can go out and really screw something up really badly. Um but that's better to have done that than not to have gone and done anything. At an earlier age or just Yeah, totally, time. man. Like, oh, I'm a lot less afraid of making a mistake or, you know, yeah, doing something wrong or taking a risk that doesn't work out now than I was um, 10 years ago. Um, sort of felt like, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that I just needed to, um, I was trying to hold myself to a high standard, but it's pretty hard to hold yourself to a high standard if you're not taking risks and not meeting the mark you want to set and keeping on working which is what we did we you know those early gigs we weren't happy so we worked hard and we've had a lot of gigs that we just walked off stage and we were so stoked with how it just what had just happened is there any particular thing that you could sort of put your finger on and go okay yes it worked because we did that's the hard work put in the mahi get the rewards uh, any um, uh, streakers pre-show rituals or anything? Any words of encouragement to one another? No, we do have out? a little huddle though, and we mm. find our we find our gigs go better when we've had the old like fist bump. It's like yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah there's, there's been yeah. some gigs where we could be at one corner of the venue to another, and someone outside having a smoke, and then you're like, right, it's time to go, and we sort of just jump on, and that's not worked out. No, you know, there's we're all in room. different. Spaces we don't know and we just sort of get on so yeah just catching up before and you know having that good five ten minutes before i want to talk about favorite favorite tracks we've um heard queens of the stone age and um uh sound garden even early sound garden is there a, is there a favorite track that you guys could agree on something that you know you you play together and go yeah love it wicked cool let's stick this one on definitely jesus christ pose from sound garden <laughs>
Thanks very much for being with us today. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Garden of Sound is sponsored by Mint Finance. And one of the areas Mint Finance specialise in is equipment finance. It's also known as asset finance, and it's specifically structured for businesses that need to purchase equipment. For example, you might need a new van for getting your bands to gigs, or perhaps you're building a new studio and you need to invest in some gear. Mint can offer equipment finance for up to 100% of the purchase price, which is fully secured against the new asset on terms of up to five years, which means you can concentrate on the business, making music or building your empire. Obviously, T's and C's apply, but you best be served by chatting to a Mint business finance specialist today on 0800 023. That's 0800 023. Or by visiting mintfinance.co.nz. That's mintfinance.co.nz. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Streakers on Plains FM 96.9. I want to talk about writing music and production of music and and bits and pieces, how you go about doing it. Um, If we were looking at Beta, how did the idea for the song come about? The original concept for it was like a robot that wanted to be a human being um, and knew it never could, but it morphed into a song about um i think it's kind of really about people feeling like you're being judged it's somewhat of a departure from the original concept yeah yeah, totally and was that influenced by the other members of the band dion what was your input i mean my input was the drums yeah obviously yeah um yeah that's i mean apart from the odd bit of structure here and there i don't write the riffs and i don't write the lyrics all lyrical considerations are morgan's domain yeah yeah, so like I generally like well, so far like who like who knows what how we'll, our processes will change or evolve in the future, but currently I'll generally like have something written and or demo recorded and we'll come into rehearsal and if it works it works if it doesn't and it's tweaking, um, you know something happens live then it gets incorporated you know when we're jamming it but it's generally pretty like sort of consistent from from the start. Um, early iteration so um, when you're talking about uh live so there so is like, potential for it to to sort of change based well, on like, reaction yeah like folks? totally and also that rather like feel changes will always happen to a song like um i'm not gonna sit there and be like you're swinging the beat on this note man why are you doing that on that you know on that third beat there um that doesn't happen but there's always sort of like a pushing and pulling of the sound that happens and there's always or something's not working or there'll just be a, a little idea that will and stuff will you know twist and change and morph from you know something that will it's different and more than what it was when i you know sat in a room for for hours sam uh, any ideas coming forth from from your your mind for the group in terms of song construction or is it no is it i generally take take what morgan's written and um yeah work out a baseline to it sometimes i'll get a demo from morgan and it's got no drums in it and i'll write a baseline and i think it sounds pretty good and then we put the drums in and go this ain't gonna fit so it gets it changes from time to time 
So what's the plan with um, uh, the material that you're putting together? As you said, you've got the single uh, beta out. Um, I believe that there's another single on the way, which is going to be very exciting. How's, how's that looking production-wise? Yeah, it's coming along quite well. We've got all the instruments tracked, and uh, Morgan's going to go and do a little bit more work on the vocals, I think, this week. And then we're ready for mix and master. We'll send it away for mastering. Um, so hopefully in the next couple of months we have something we want to we want to release it with a video as well so if there's any uh videographers out there preferably students that don't charge a lot of money hit us up strikers so what's the plan in terms of um is there an album or is there an ep on the way what's the what's the feeling there i think i think it almost has to be yeah well I mean, we'll finish the single off and yeah then we'll just finish work the single off we're talking about maybe doing some live takes recordings you know, we've got a few. The already we could put together another couple and do an EP. We just release a whole bunch more singles and do an album. Like, yeah, it's I don't know, probably got an album's worth of content. Be quite keen to do, yeah. I don't know, like live album sounds sort of a bit off from what we're intending. It's not like we're just gonna like sort of throw something together sitting in a room with one microphone. Um, more like just trying to a lot of our songs can speed up slow down um time to timing changes sometimes so it doesn't always it's not as conducive to a click track in a studio um some of those tracks would be really like to really looking forward to recording um in a more flexible format that sounds Mm. very cool Mm. um we're going to hear the song beta very very shortly is there anything in particular that you guys um love about the song, any particular moment or any, you know, changes, any particular sounds that we should be listening out for. Breakdown's pretty cool. Yeah, I was gonna say this is there, but that when that like with the breakdown, it's kind of like the second drop in, and then when it goes like wider. Yeah, that makes but, me happy. <laughs> <laughs> when those guitars come in louder, yeah, yeah, breakdown for sure. Yeah, yeah I like everything about it. <laughs>
is the Garden of Sound interview with Streakers on 96.9 Plains FM. Garden of Sound Live Super Early Bird Ticket Sales close this Thursday. Book yours now to enjoy the talents of Moses Robbins, Twin Harmony, Olivia Eady, and TUI Award winner Amelia Grinnell. Get your tickets now for this stellar lineup from gardenofsound.nz or eventbrite.com. Book now. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Streakers on Plains FM 96.9. Oh, I have to ask it. I'm sorry, the name Streakers, how did it come about? Just running around naked. Yeah. Okay, is that it? No, it's not true. It's just <laughs> like we're just sitting in the car at New Brighton and like... So what are we going to call this band? <laughs> oh, Streakers, why not? Deons. How did that come into your consciousness? How did that come about? Oh, it just sounds a bit bit fun. Kind of like, well, not that edgy, but it's, I don't know. A bit cheeky. It's a bit, yeah. Bitch. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So we just listened to Beta, and it's a very classic track. Do you consider you guys have got particularly high standards when it comes to recording and production? I personally was not very happy with my vocal performance in that song, and it's sort of been a niggly thing for me ever since. But um, Beta was originally supposed to be a demo, um, and people have just gotten right at, right behind it. And Which is awesome. We thank you. Yeah, we, we could do better. So and the question is where, is, where is that line? You say it was a demo, but then it did pretty well. Are you going to go back and do it again? Or is, there's this new single coming out, and there's an album. The new single is definitely a lot higher standard of just time and effort put into it because we were under a bit of pressure um, just to get it done in a certain amount of time because it was recorded at Mainz as part of a project there for a student, a friend of ours. Yeah, so Beta, fun fact. Um, there was another song called Beta by us uh that we played for a while uh this one has kept the same name it does have a similar riff but the structure and everything else has changed about it so it is it is essentially a new song uh and 
me and Sam received our oh yeah <laughs> yeah we received our demo for it from Morgan uh, about three days before we were supposed to go in. Oh, so and, I can't remember. Uh, anyways, trying yeah. to write this baseline and then literally it's turned so up. Me and, and Sam we just, were yeah. writing the instruments in our heads and went in and did it completely fresh. And I think it was about three weeks after we recorded it that we actually played it for the first time together. Because mm. multi-tracking it, is like that. Do yeah. you think that's benefited the final product? We knew it was a bit of a gamble. A challenge. We, we wanted to... Tra- well, I, I was like, I sort of thought that, yeah... We wanted to do that song. We'd always wanted to record that song, but I was never happy with it, the lyrics or much about it, except for that it was kind of grunty and rewrote it and like, let's see what happens. It worked out good that it was a project, you know, because yeah. we got given a date that we had to go and track it. We rewrote it. We went and we tracked it. Done a wee bit of retracking, I think, on yeah. a couple of parts. But aside from that, there was a date that had to be hit, and we just we just had to live with it. And I think if we didn't have that date, we would have gone, oh, I don't like this, don't like that. Yeah. And we could still be tracking it. You know? So what are the other markers that streakers have got out there in terms of sort of hitting deadlines for things? When, when do you want to have this album? When do you want to be playing X number of festivals? When do you want to be doing the New Zealand tour? Last year, we set the goal. Uh, that we'd hit as many gigs as possible and really cut our chops in terms of live performance and getting out there and hitting new audiences. Um, and, and we did it. And we did. And I think at the end of last year, we made a conscious decision to take a step back from that, not to like stop playing gigs, of course, but um, not be playing gigs every weekend and focus more on the recording side. So we've set this year to really expand maybe our social media presence and get more content out there so it could be live videos live to airs um you know mm. singles that kind of thing uh, and as we're chipping away through it we're all we'll talk to each other and see what we want to do next i guess really getting that one of those things is with this next single is getting a good video is something that yeah we really want to do so we've got a great song and a great video for it um so that it's a whole package that we can put out there and really sort of i guess take a legitimate step up from where we are now so what about 2020 or further on in the distant future what's what's the dream (laughs) maybe getting some more radio play that's not essential though i think just getting a bigger following and Mm. having some solid um recordings out there and also yeah playing some festivals Hopefully doing some international Aussie. supports. Yeah, Australia, yeah, festivals kind of and international support slots are definitely the ones. So, yeah. Mm. How willing are you to to sort of compromise your your beliefs or or your sound in order to to achieve that? Not 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 willing really. at all. <laughs> no, no. How far we, a brim? Really, <laughs> we won't need to, you know, yeah. to achieve it. I don't really think that we need to. Um, there's not really a cookie cutter that we sort of need to get squished by. Um, I think that we sort of have enough variety that we're going to be able to maybe hit some of those radio airplay songs and have some other bit more uh, aggressive or eclectic, interesting for us and our Uber fans to sink their teeth into. Um, And obviously calling mm. on your networking abilities to make those connections. Yeah, totally. Mm. Totally. Is there anyone that we should be um, uh, looking looking out for? You mentioned highly suspect, sort of early early on. Any other groups that um, that streakers 
like to listen to that perhaps are new on the scene? There's some really good Christchurch music out there right now. Mm. Uh, our studio mates on fire have just put out a new album. If you're into kind of stoner, psych, doomy Doom. stuff, mm. they're probably at the top of their game right now. Juniper Landing is amazing. Yeah, it's great. Go check out On Fire. Uh, also, our mates Little Fang. They've just released a great single, Golden Bullet. Yeah, they're mm. smashing it. Um, Pieces of Molly, another Christchurch band we've played a few gigs with. Uh, they're doing some really cool stuff this year. Kind of similar to ours, but they're like a step above. Mm. They're playing international sports and that kind of thing. Um, they've got a couple of... Uh, festivals to play in Aussie I think they've just finished one they're doing two tours of Aussie this year which is yeah it's just great to see uh, other Christchurch rockers out there and smashing it we've got such depth of talent in this in this city so there's a real sort of scene starting to happen here with I think yeah just yeah band I've been listening to a lot is uh, Butterflies Welcoming Spring so quite different to what we play and what I generally play but yeah they're just mind-blowing and their live performance is just unreal I want to thank you guys for being on the show today it's been really awesome to um, uh, to be able to meet you and I'm totally digging your sound um, is there a track that you want to um, want to take us out with today yeah uh, Big Empty by Stone Temple Pilots excellent choice cheers for having us thanks <laughs>
It's time for my track of the week, and being New Zealand Music Month, it's something new from Jan Hellriegel, who was a real favour of mine back in the day. This is Love and Conviction. Oh, I cleaned a lot of 
That was Love and Conviction from Jan Hellriegel. Thanks for being with me today. My guests were Morgan, Dion and Sam from Streakers. You can find out more about what they're up to by visiting Garden of Sound and clicking on their image on the front page. I'm sure there'll be much more to come from those three in the next few months. And as mentioned earlier in the show, we're less than one week out from Garden of Sound Live. It's happening next Thursday, the 9th of May, the Scottish Society Hall in Christchurch. It's an amazing lineup of new talent in the form of Twin Harmony and Olivia Eady, alongside the wonderful Amelia Grinnell and Moses Robbins. Tickets are just $12 plus booking. Group bookings for four or more are only $10 per ticket. So do yourself a favour and support New Zealand music by getting your tickets now via the Garden of Sound website, that's gardenofsound.nz, or by heading to eventbrite.com and searching for Garden of Sound. That's all we've got time for today. Next week is our 50th show. It's Jess Shanks talking about her musical upbringing and life with the Eastern. That is going to be a good one. This has been Garden of Sound, brought to you by Mint Finance. Business loans made easy. Until next week, keep well, keep listening, and keep playing. Hey, there,